Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you would like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Sandy Dedion of Rectified Inc. She runs a digital marketing agency that helps teams by being an outsourced, sounds like kind of outsourced CMO type deal, or what is it would you say, Sandy, you guys do for a company? Not exactly outsourced CMO, let's say. It's basically like having a digital marketing team that works for you, maybe sometimes with that we help their own team also if they have a team. So it depends on the size of the company and what they do. Right. Okay. So walk me through maybe something that you, a recent campaign you're working on or how you would help a customer by scaling. Is there any customers you could talk about specifically? I see some logos on your website. I mean, there's a, you know, Tailwind. Uh, I don't know if these are yeah. <laughs> companies you worked with or if these are like no. uh, publications or... These are publications where I like I was featured, either I wrote something or they wrote about me, things like that. So nice. Tailwind is, they actually interviewed me because uh, I don't know if you know, do you know them? No, I just see them on your website. So uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so Tailwind is um, a scheduling tool, not, not a nice. scheduling tool, scheduling slash design tool that's mainly known in the Pinterest marketing world because you can Got schedule it. your pins there, but they, you can also schedule nowadays they added Instagram and Facebook too, but inside of the app, they also have a place where you can design and create your own pins or graphic posts for Instagram. So it's kind of, it became kind of a hybrid kind of tool, let's say. I use that a lot for uh, Pinterest marketing for my own and for my clients. So I, as much as I yeah. talk about it at the end of the day, they ask me for an <laughs> interview. Uh, and yeah, you, you can see it on everywhere on Tailwind if you wish. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, and I, you know, one thing I am curious about because Pinterest is something that comes up often with agencies that I work with. Do you actually suggest Pinterest for anything around scaling a digital marketing agency, or is this something that only e-commerce companies should be doing? It is, it depends on your objectives. So for example, me, I use Pinterest, but for one objective and that's getting people's emails. So right. I build my email list through this, uh, th through this platform. E-commerce businesses mm -hmm. are a completely different thing. They can thrive on the platform. They can grow, they can sell everything, but it, yeah. but for service-based businesses or agencies, if that's what you want to talk about in particular, they have to decide what their conversion goal is. For me, my goal right. is to get that email and build yeah. my list. So if you're using an email list, if you want to grow an email list, you definitely can, can be on Pinterest. Well, you definitely seem like you're everywhere. I see that you have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, podcast, LinkedIn. Uh, which channel do you focus on the most? Is it Pinterest yeah. out of all of these? Okay. No, not exactly. Basically, Twitter, I'm not active anymore. LinkedIn, I try to be, but mostly I'm on Instagram. 
I'm on okay. my podcast. I also do, I recently started a TikTok account. Oh, I, have, <laughs> I have like a hundred people who follow me, which is not a nice. lot, but I feel like it's a major accomplishment. Yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to use these platforms. I mean, Instagram is a necessity because if somebody needs to know me on a personal basis, what I do on my day to day. They go to Instagram. Meanwhile, I'm on Pinterest, but on Pinterest, it's a different kind of strategy. It's a different yeah. kind of uh, audience. They don't care right. about who I am. They care about my content. They care about what they're looking for. So they go on the platform and they're looking for something in particular. They're not looking for me. They don't care what I ate today or which coffee I drank or all of that. You know, the yeah. things that we see on Instagram. And that's pretty interesting because you go to a different place, a place that's not social media. It's more like a search engine where people are looking for certain kind of information. And if you provide them that, they will go and find you. They will go to your website and I don't know, your blog posts or whatever it is. I love it. So here's the thing I want to dive deep on because anytime I hear somebody doing it, I want to understand their strategy. I feel like it's helpful for people listening, which is you talked about getting your main conversion metric being email. So walk me through exactly how you're converting people from email to being your clients. What's your strategy behind that? Pinterest is uh, not a sprint. Let's just clarify that. It's a marathon. So it's a slow yeah. burn. You have to keep doing what, what you're doing and eventually things start to happen. So if you're new right. and not on your first day, you go and you pin, I don't know, five pins, let's say per day, yeah. you're not going to see anything. You need like at least three, three months, let's say, to start seeing that effect of more traffic coming to your website from those pins and people visiting your website and reading your blog posts. And right. Pinner's psychology is a bit different, so they don't like you to take them to a landing page and say, subscribe to my newsletter or buy this, I don't know what, you know, they don't like that because they like to read and discover and be convinced and all of that. So that's right. why mostly I pin blog posts and mm. within the blog posts, sometimes I put like, you know, that type of an ad kind of thing. It looks like an ad. And then it says like, uh, grab this freebie or download this thing or whatever opt-in yeah. that I have, uh, that I have prepared. So eventually if they are interested, they will click right. there and grab that freebie. Basically. Can, that's you, how give, it can goes. you give us a sense of like the size of the email list you've been able to gather and then sort of like the average return you see from people who are in the email list? Like, is it one to one, 10 to one, three to one? Like, how would you see it? <laughs> I don't exactly have the number now, but I do yeah. get a steady pace because I pin regularly. Lately, they added, I don't know if you know, uh, in 2021, end of 2020, 2021, they added something that's called idea pins. So it's a different kind of pin, which slowed down a little bit the regular static pins that we used to do. So things started to shift. It started going decreasing until you, unless you do idea pins. So if you do idea pins, it will bring more viewers to your Pinterest account and then take them to the static pin and then the static pin to the blog. So it decreased a little bit, but it's, yeah. still, uh, it's still growing steadily. And sometimes yeah. you have, um, just like you have that one TikTok video that goes viral and brings you all those followers, you have that one idea pin that's like, 
a legacy pin, they say. Right. So it keeps bringing you traffic over and over again. So you have to keep checking those analytics on Pinterest and on Google and see how much traffic it brings to your website. So it's, pretty, it. it's pretty interesting, yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. So, so talk to me a little bit more about the agency and, and sort of the growth. How many clients do you currently have that you work with? It depends. Like there are clients who are uh, steady. They're with me year to year. They always stay with me. Like I have mostly clients in the U.S. Although I'm in Canada, I work a lot with people in the U.S currently added a new category of clients, which is hotels. They're opening here basically in Canada because mm -hmm. it was a big mess. It's not like in the US, everything was open. So right. now they open back, they want to push things and I'm getting that kind of opportunities also uh, for um, everything, social media and content creation. So it's pretty Love interesting. It. Yeah. Love it. And, and so how do you, how do you typically price your services? I mean, is it in the 3000, 1000, $10,000 per month range? I mean, where do you fall typically? It depends on what they want, obviously, but there's nothing less than a thousand per month. Awesome. And, and, you know, what are, what are some of the things that you, you know, if, if you were to scale your agency? 10x, let's say this year, to see rapid growth for your company over the next 12 months, what are some things that you would do to achieve that kind of scale? I'm working on a few things currently. There are two main components to what I do. So there's the agency side that I do done mm -hmm. for you services, the usual, working on growing my client list and all of that. But oh. also I do have a membership uh, where I teach about Pinterest marketing and mm. um, currently working on converting that into a course that I'm going to launch and relaunch throughout the year. So that's another thing. So at the end of this year, I will assess which part is more lucrative and you know, which side should right. I put more effort. So just to dig deeper on that, you would essentially sell more of these memberships as a way to get even more people into the funnel and extract more value from yeah. the current email list you have and that yeah. would be able to help you scale 10x or some yeah. number like that there's also the transition between diy and like done for you services so the membership is more diy it's people who are new they cannot afford to hire people to hire experts to do things for them right so there will be a point if they succeed, they will reach a certain level and they may or may not transition also to the other side. So it's like you have the full spectrum, you know? Yeah. 
hundred percent. Well, I, I, I'm going to ask some like end questions here just to wrap things up. We typically ask everybody on the show. Do you have any business book recommendations for anybody listening? Let's say lately I was reading uh, Go Giver Sell More. Mm, got you it. Know that, do you yeah. know that one? I <laughs> yeah. know that one. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I just finished it and it's pretty interesting. The different approaches to how to sell better or how to, how to close you know, your pitches and your deals and et cetera. So it's pretty interesting. I love it. And how old is the agency? When did you launch the agency? It's been three years. Three years, got it. Yeah. Okay, congrats. Three years, but I mean, I've been in marketing since 2004, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this, part, this particular business has been in operation since three years. Got it. And this is a question I ask everybody. What is something you wish you knew when you were 20? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either of us are 20. So, it, you know, I think it's a good no, question. No, definitely not 20. What is something that I wish I knew? I'm someone who is rather careful, although I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, but I was a calculated entrepreneur who takes calculated risks. But sometimes you just need to do it and then mm -hmm. things will happen if they're meant to be. I just wish I knew that, like, just go for it. Don't be scared. Don't stay in your yeah. uh, safe zone. You know what I mean? Okay, I'm writing that down. Don't be scared. Stay in your safe <laughs> zone. That's nice. I love it. And then, uh, you know, in terms of just, I guess, one, one thing that's been the best growth hack you've seen in the last 30 days, is there anything you're, you think is just money that's just working for you super well? Is it the Pinterest stuff? Is there anything else you've uncovered? Pinterest is really not because I know, I know Pinterest very well, but it's really a hidden gem, especially for e-commerce companies. I know we're talking about agencies, but agencies can also utilize this for e-commerce companies. Yeah. It is a hidden gem, actually. But the most important thing that people need to have is their email list. We all know it. And I say it over and over again. I think this is the most important thing that you need to work on. So people can understand like the size of this. I mean, what's the kind of reach that you can get from consistently posting on Pinterest? Like, could you break down some of the metrics that you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, I can. There are some months where I get a million views on my wow. profile, uh, 2 million. <laughs> it depends uh, with the change in algorithm. And like in 2021, it decreased a little bit because the platform changed. But right. uh, you can still do it. Even if you do, you can also do um, promoted pins, which is basically Pinterest ads. Their return is two times higher than ads on social media on Instagram and Facebook and all of that. So it's pretty interesting. You can, if you want to push it even more, you can also combine the organic with um, the ads. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, thank you so much for being on the show, Sandy. Um, is there any offer you want to give to the audience or a way they can connect with you? We have a lot of digital marketers who listen to the show. And so if there's a way they can partner with you, maybe help you out, help you scale, uh, or maybe something you can offer them, feel free to toss it in here. Yeah, definitely. They can, uh, obviously they can visit my website, rectified.co. They can also find me on Instagram. It's the easiest way to connect with me on a personal level. It's at Sandy Dedeon. It's my name, basically. And they can just like DM me and uh, chit chat over there. 
basically. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sandy, for being on the How to Scale an Agency podcast. For anyone listening, feel free to reach out to Sandy at rectify.co. She's got a great program for learning how to scale your brand through Pinterest. Great for your e-commerce companies. And then sounds like it's also a good tool for getting emails as an agency. So thank you so much, Sandy, for being on the show. It's been great having you on.